So, with no further ado, I know, I know what this is going to be is number one. Yeah, <laughs> but number one. I think, I think it's quite obvious now, isn't it? And we were, we're yeah. sitting so, here in the any, lobby. There's only one answer. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting in the lobby of uh, the Presence Hotel, um, just beside the main square in the capital city of... Experience. Welcome back to another episode of the Vodka Vodcast with me, Connor Klein. This is the Czar Experience, and today I'm going to be discussing where in the world are the top five countries for women, for good girls, we could say maybe, not just based on beauty. I'm here with my buddy Andy Jackson. He's a good friend, and you may have known, recognized him from some of my travel vlogs uh, where he's been wreaking havoc, uh, havoc across Eastern Europe with me as we go on these. Uh, amazing weekends and travel ventures that we have together. Uh, so that's what we're going to be discussing in today's video. Uh, let me give you a little bit of context about how uh, we came up with this. Andy, actually, we were discussing yesterday at dinner. Yeah, we, we had a bit of an idea, a bit of an, uh, kind of an epiphany, really, at dinner. And um, I think, um, you know, the whole context of this video is all around women as a whole. Um, you know, obviously, we're not looking to objectify uh, women here in any kind of way. Um, I think it's about understanding where you can really sort of find a, the, the complete package um, from based on experiences of places that we've actually traveled uh, personally. So, you know, that obviously includes uh, intelligence, uh, beauty, uh, the fun factor as well, um, um, uh, openness, um, and also as well, um, I think, I think, it's, I think it's fair to say as well, those that have um, potential sort of um, uh, morals in, in, in terms of uh, being able to trust and, and, and therefore have some kind of longevity attached to them as, as, as potential maybe future girlfriends as well so this is not just trying to a quick score kind of video this is around a full round package that we too personally think and this is our top five Exactly. This isn't just a simple five most beautiful places uh, for women. This is actually a combination of personality, uh, the likelihood of having rapport as well as beauty and uh, values uh, and the fun factor, right? Are these girls cool to hang out? Is it going to be an amazing experience to come to the actual country where they live? We've been in Minsk in Belarus, couple of Belarus. It's uh, Andy's second time here. I think it's like mine five or six time at this stage. We had an amazing, phenomenal weekend. And I'm going to have a vlog about that coming up. I'm going to have two travel vlogs that I'm planning for this city. And the second one will be the one that you're going to see a lot of what we got up to here in Minsk over this weekend. So let's get into um, where we think is the, what are the five top countries uh, for meeting uh, beautiful, sure. interesting, and um, good girls, basically, right? So what's your, number, what's your number five, Connor? So we're going to do a little bit of a countdown. We're going to go for five, five. Um, and yeah, I've traveled in most, well, most countries in the world. Like I think you've, uh, we were both about 80 or 90 countries yeah. each. So we've, we've, we've got a very good overview and I've actually made it my personal mission to go to all the countries that had uh, beautiful women in them. So I've kind of done my research and Andy's been to them uh, all basically as well. So number five um, for me is Lebanon. And very, 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 yeah, very interesting actually. Uh, my number five was Israel. <clears throat> so I've never actually been to Lebanon personally, but um, I, I was in Israel for the first time last year, and um, the women are incredibly intelligent um, and very naturally uh, beautiful as well. Um, and um, um, you know, also, uh, you know, Israel has a, has a reputation of, of, of uh, national service as well. And it was very interesting to, to go around and, and, and really speak to Israeli women and understand 
um, but they are very, very deep, deep, deep individuals as well. Um, so um, in terms of that moral fiber piece, Israeli for me is number five. So yeah, that's very interesting when you start off with two countries that are right beside each other yeah. don't have the best diplomatic relations no. <laughs> at no, all. No, no, no. Uh, so I've no, actually we'll be. been to Israel and to Lebanon. Uh, I really was always a dream of mine to go to Lebanon because I just, I, you know, there are a lot of things associated with the country that I was really excited about. Uh, and one of those was the food because I really like uh, Lebanese food. I've eaten abroad before I went there. Also met a lot of uh, people from Lebanon or of Lebanese descent and I had a, just a really good relationship with them, whether they were guys or girls. And number three, I had um, read a good bit about the beauty of Lebanese women uh, before I went, so I was also excited actually um, see what, what, what they were like in, in reality. And I just loved the spirit. I have to say in the Middle Eastern region, it was by far my favorite country and definitely my best travel experience, even more than being in Israel. I did have a good time in Israel as well. Um, and I did like girls in general. I did find in Israel that for me, having uh, traveled a lot in the former Soviet Union, I had a better uh, rapport with girls who were actually of Russian or Soviet um, origin as opposed to non-Soviet. Israelis, um, sure. which was kind of an interesting dynamic for me. In Lebanon, <clears throat> the girls were very open, very curious. Uh, they were definitely high levels of education uh, and they love to party. Really, for uh, the Middle uh, East is by number one yeah. uh, for a, I mean, it's not, over, I mean, it is predominantly uh, Arab and Muslim, of course. Uh, Beirut is a, a, is a capital city. It's not exclusively, it has a big Christian uh, population as well, but I found just everybody I lived actually, I stayed in a Sunni Muslim middle class neighborhood. Everybody was super friendly to me. Girls' interaction was very approachable. They loved to party. It's the kind of a little bit the opposite of maybe the stereotype uh, mm. of the Middle East, where girls are normally expected to be very modest they're, and dressed. They're, they're extremely yeah. liberal. Yeah. Um, the level of English is fantastic. And if there's one little piece of advice I can give you about Tel Aviv, go to a club called La Clara. That place okay. is bouncing, and you'll get the true, true Israeli experience okay. there. Yeah. I wasn't actually in La Clara in, uh, maybe that's why I didn't rank them number five. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Lebanese, uh, Lebanese nightlife was really, really good as well. Um, lots of like Western style clubs. Mm. Um, I think actually the two cities had a good bit in common. That's probably not going to make them very popular for seeing they have something similar to each other. But yeah. they were basically, Beirut is the most liberal city that I've been on uh, in the Middle East. Dubai is a very different experience because it's liberal for foreigners kind of only. And then not for maybe local people so much, but there was just... Really good atmosphere. Girls were very beautiful. Um, uh, they definitely were well educated, and they, um, yeah, they were just a lot of fun to hang around. So that's why I sure. made number five over Israel. Sure. Israel. Sure. So number four, what are we moving to? Number Here four. Number four. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually going for Sweden. Um, so um, the reason behind that, I've I've dated um, quite a few Swedish girls in my time, um, and um, as well as um, me. Um, um, liking the, the blonde hair and blue eyes, um, the Viking uh, kind of look. We actually have a um, joke that, he, uh, that yeah. he is kind of a Viking himself. You should do the DNA test. I, I, I should, I should actually. Let's see I how, 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 how Scandinavian pro pro is. Probably something from, uh, from Sweden in there. But um, <clears throat> Swedish girls, um, they are incredibly good fun. Uh, they're very cheeky um, and um, they're very, very liberal as well. Um, so, um, you know, as far as having good fun, as far as going out and... Uh, you know, and um, enjoying a, a really good uh, high energy night. Um, uh, Swedish girls um, certainly uh, take the biscuit as far as that's concerned. Uh, and also Sweden as well. Um, it is a little bit more of a conservative country in terms of the actual nightlife. 
Um, you know, if you were to go out into the bars and clubs, you'll, you'll see that. It's a little bit more expensive. Um, but obviously, Swedish girls make a hell of a, a lot of effort to, to make themselves look beautiful. Um, tall blonde hair and, um, and very well uh, refined uh, in many ways, I would say. So for that, me, for me personally, Sweden is my number four. I agree with just about everything that he said, but I didn't have them listed number four. I actually have Brazil listed as number four. And this okay. is a country I don't think you've actually been to No, yet. I haven't. So I that's haven't. probably why you haven't listed them in your top five. <laughs> <laughs> so Brazilian women. Um, I think when we made this introduction, we didn't say the craziness. We just said fun level, but definitely fun, craziness. Brazilians are probably going to top that in terms of just like wildness in my experience. Now, the country is so diverse ethnically. Uh, there's no real type that you can really say is Brazilian because they had obviously originally European. Uh, well, first there were the um, Amer, how do we call it? Amer Indians who were there originally before European colonization. Uh, they still, um, at least I've dated girls who were actually part, maybe even half uh, Amer Indian. So the, the native peoples who were there before European colonization, there's obviously European choice. It's a great choice. African, they obviously had the highest number of Africans who brought as slaves originally uh, to work in the plantations in northern Brazil. Uh, so just you have this whole melting pot. Um, so basically it doesn't really matter where your preference is. If you like um, girls who are darker, lighter skinned, Asian features, there's one million Japanese living in the state of Sao Paulo. Um, yeah, it just has everything and definitely the fun factor is there. Uh, I don't think they're actually, if I was to list in terms of beauty, the average Brazilian would not actually put it as high. I know they have mm. A huge number of international supermodels. That's because of this really, really uh, unbelievable mix of peoples that they have there. That the very creme de la creme, the most beautiful girls, are some of the most beautiful in the world. But I would not say that the average uh, Brazilian girl is as beautiful as some of the other countries we're going to say. But uh, in the very south of the country, which is actually where nearly all the top models come from, uh, I have to say the standard is very high. It's, mm. it's pushing on what, what you're going to find in this region in Eastern Europe. Agreed. Almost the same. But fun yeah. factor. Uh, definitely very, very, very high. Yeah. So that's an overview of number four in our list. Uh, number three, what did you put, Andy? Um, I've actually gone for Argentina. Um, so I've just come back from Argentina um, around three weeks ago now, um, and I was hugely overwhelmed by um, how incredibly gorgeous the, the, the women were. Um, and like I say, there's a real um, hybrid mix there um, of Spanish and Italians um, and, you know, slightly other other sort of cultural diversities but um, the overriding um, <clears throat> visualization was um, dark uh, blue eyes extremely elegant uh, very well dressed um, a little bit feisty as well which I quite like sometimes as well they have a spark about them um, and um, certainly the nightlife is 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 incredible as well uh, it goes on to all hours of the evening um, and um, and Argentinian girls love to party as well um, and above and beyond that as well um, one of the things I realized from, from, from going on a few dates with Argentinian women as well is, is they're actually very loyal. Um, so I think, you know, if you do get into a situation with an Argentinian girl, um, as beautiful as they are as well, they're always going to be loyal um, and they, they, they really rest on the, on the principles that, they're, uh, that are driven into them from, from a young age within the kind of Argentinian society. So for me personally, that's a really attractive feature um, and something which was quite obvious, um, you know, during my time in Argentina. So personally, number three, Argentina. Okay, good for Argentina. I didn't list them 
in my top five, but uh, we'll see in the honorable mentions, maybe they get in there. Mm. I also have been to Argentina and had a fantastic time, although I have to confess I actually dated a Brazilian when I was there. So I think that probably says more about my preferences than even in yeah, Argentina. Absolutely. So I put number three as Sweden, actually. So you've already mm. given basically the same reasons why I picked Sweden. I think really sophistication is really, really one of the top ones. Not only Swedish girls, for me, the most beautiful uh, girls in the world outside of Eastern Europe, because um, we're talking about obviously Scandinavian, Northern Europe, uh, just their level of sophistication and style, uh, as well as loving to go out and party and actually being liberal um, and being independent, I think gives them just an all round amazing package. And I think definitely for me, the standout country outside of Eastern Europe, uh, outside of Brazil or Latin America, Argentina, like Andy said, that's for me definitely the best. And that's why I put them number three on the list. So, number two. Cool. Um, I have gone for Ukraine. Boom. <clears throat> um, a country very close to my heart. Very close to your heart, Connor. Um, perhaps not as close to my heart personally. Uh, <laughs> but I have traveled to Ukraine uh, maybe eight or nine times now. I've been to Kiev. Um, I've traveled down to Odessa in the summer. So, um, I've had a, a good experience as to, as to what the, the overall feel is like. Um, obviously, Ukrainian women have a, have a big reputation for uh, producing some seriously attractive international models um, and um, they are very traditional as well in the way that they think, the way that they operate, they're very motherly um, and I think you know potentially very good wife material, um, Ukrainian women uh, deep down in terms of the practicalities that they offer. Um, I'm more skeptical <clears throat> about that personally. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe some of the drawbacks that I've maybe experienced um, are perhaps around um, um, the fact that they, they are such a poor country um, and therefore are always looking for an opportunity to meet a foreigner and, and perhaps uh, remove themselves from, from what is a, a quite difficult environment really. So that definitely works against them. Um, but I think in terms of their actual beauty, um, I think in terms of um, their potential mateability, um, I think um, you know Ukrainian women offer a, a really interesting uh, and wonderful option there. And if you meet the right one, and I think uh, I really emphasize that, the right one. Yeah, I think that's a very important point to make about uh, Ukrainian women. Of course, I have my videos, uh, which actually Andy helped inspire to a certain extent, not only Andy, but a lot of my other British friends who visited me in Odessa and in Kiev in Ukraine. These videos, I'm gonna link them up in cards above and also down in the description below the video. Mm. It's five reasons never to date a Ukrainian girl, five more reasons never to date a Ukrainian girl. And I did kind of relent and make a video about why to date them, but uh, basically, I think what he's referring to in terms of the right one, that there is a selection bias that happens a lot in Ukraine if you arrive as a foreigner, you don't speak Russian, there's a certain group of girls that are gonna target you. Uh, unfortunately, the gold diggers are the girls who are scammers, for example, that's why a lot of foreign guys have bad experiences. Yeah. And then you refer to girls who are like looking for a way out of the country. I think there's actually a very small minority of the girls in Ukraine. I think most Ukrainian girls actually wanna stay in Ukraine and marry actually Ukrainian guy. That's just been my overall impression, spent a lot of time there. Mm. But if you visit for a short time, the girls who are looking for a way out, of course you arrive and you're uh, a British guy who's obviously well-to-do, then they're gonna see that and target you. And that's why there can be this kind of bias in terms of um, a lot of foreign guys, not just Andy or my other friends, but just in general meeting these kind of girls who yeah. have an agenda. Yeah. Now, I have to say that I didn't really think too much about what I was going to put number one or number two because I was actually going to make another video about um, who's better um, in terms of uh, 
the girls and leaders, but since we're, we're on to this now and I've kind of have to preempt it a little bit, I'll go in more detail in another video very soon. Who do I rather date uh, Ukrainians and the number one country for me, which is coming afterwards. I actually put Ukraine as number two as well. So, uh, and for me, um, I mean, if you've watched this channel regularly, you know I'm a huge fan of Ukraine as a country, and it's, uh, I've made videos explaining why I spent so much time in Odessa and mm -hmm. Ukraine. It's not just women, but of course the women are a huge factor. And um, Ukrainian women are some of the most beautiful in the world. I think they're just the average, the average looking girl, as opposed to what I mentioned with Brazil. The average looking girl is extremely good looking in uh, Ukraine. Uh, I think they're fun, they're a little bit crazy. Ukraine is pretty much a lawless country a lot of the time. There is that kind of spirit of being very spontaneous uh, that I find really attractive. And I think actually when you get the right Ukrainian girl to, to quote what Andy just said, I think, yeah, they could be the, for a long-term relationship, I think just really probably the best place to go to, but you do have this kind of bias. And on the other side, when you start to try to, um, as someone who's learned Russian, uh, when you try to integrate more into Ukrainian side, you have to overcome a lot of barriers as a foreigner because they're basically suspicious of a lot of foreign guys who come to Ukraine. You have a lot of sex tourism. You have a lot of guys who come from countries uh, in the Middle East uh, who are not really serious about the girls or they're just obsessively chasing uh, girls mm -hmm. all the time. And this has created a bad reputation yeah. uh, for foreign guys. And I think that may creates a barrier that is harder to, to overcome. So I think as a country, I'm going to put it number two. Uh, it is an amazing country for beautiful women. Uh, it does have certain issues uh, that, you know, me as someone who speaks Russian, Andy as someone who hasn't learned it yet. Mm. We basically face slightly different issues there, but overall it's, it's a phenomenal place for meeting amazing women. So, with no further ado, I know, I know what this is going to be is number one. Yeah, <laughs> but number one. I think, I think it's quite obvious now, isn't it? Uh, we're we're yeah. sitting so, here in the only, lobby. There's only one answer. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting in the lobby of uh, the Presence Hotel, um, just beside the main square in the capital city of Minsk of yep. Belarus yes Belarus is our number one Belarus is number one yep. in something finally in the world other than potato production and alcohol <clears throat> consumption and I think uh, you yeah. know it's fair to say Connor, we've both been absolutely blown away by um, you know the all-round um, standard of, of of women here in um, in Belarus yes. um, you know especially are. in Minsk I think Minsk is, is really an amazing city uh, yeah. to come to and visit <clears throat> and like what I've noticed just how open everybody is like not just the girls but also the guys are really friendly to yeah. us here the atmosphere has been great um, women in general are really really sweet open curious uh, extremely beautiful there isn't I mean, it's hard for me to say, I have to travel all over Belarus, but the difference who's more beautiful uh, per se between Ukraine and Belarus is not very clear. It's, it's pretty pretty close. <coughs> I would say maybe the slightly Eastern Ukraine is slightly better, but... Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'd have to agree with you on that. I think, you know, the differential in terms of beauty is, um, there, there's very little in that, but I think it's the actual caliber of, of the people really, um, you know, that the, the women are um, far more open to discussion and, and learning and, and interacting with, with foreign guys. Yeah. Um, you know, we um, and and also, you know, we've had a lot of good fun with the, with the girls here as well. You know, they 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 want to enjoy themselves. They want yeah. to let their hair down. They want to dance. They want to do karaoke. Um, they want to do shots with you at the bar. Um, By the way, know, this is the first time I think I've ever really sung karaoke, and we didn't just do it just once, but twice for hours. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it was a huge hit, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a huge hit. That was the level of fun we were having. Fun factor very high, I would say. Nowadays, fun factor here in with Belarusian women versus Ukrainian women is definitely higher here. Uh, I also think there's less of an agenda with most Belarusian women. I think they're not as um, 
there aren't as many gold diggers and definitely not as many scammers as a lot of foreign guys come. so I think that issue if you don't speak Russian for example this is going to be a <coughs> lot better place to come to um, uh, for sure because you're uh, going to have less issues I think as a yeah speaker. absolutely I think I can speak from from experience here in terms of um, you know um, not speaking Russian you know I, I speak extremely basic Russian um, and still had a great time with girls who didn't really speak you know overwhelmingly good English as well you know there was still there was a commonality that common that common goal in terms of let's just hear let's have fun yeah. let's have fun um, and um, I think that was very obvious from the word go really so even though my conversations weren't necessarily as um, as deep and meaningful as maybe what it would be like to for for, for a native yeah. uh, speaker for myself we still had a really amazing time really um, and um, they were very receptive to us as well yeah. so, um, so definitely yeah. definitely that was very high I do think and I um, the fact that they don't get to travel as much uh, and they don't meet, get to meet the foreigners. Obviously, that's a double-edged sword because they they're more open and more curious than say Ukrainians are going to be because it's overrun sure. by sure. foreigners and there's a very bad perception of them. Whilst here is the opposite, but at the same time, they were just not as experienced or as kind of worldly. And that means there's a little bit of I found personally, especially speaking Russian, a little bit more of a gap in terms of relating with in general um, than I would find say in Ukraine or in Russia. Right, we're, we're women get to travel a lot more and I think they're just a lot more exposed to things yeah. that are international. But in terms of fun, uh, trust uh, factor between, for us with the girls and for the girls with us was extremely high. And I think that's definitely, Actually. for me, probably the biggest difference between here and Ukraine is the level of trust that I can trust the girls and that they can trust me was just like really, really high. And that made it uh, a pretty phenomenal weekend. And it made everyone feel <laughs> much more comfortable yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, in everyone's company. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that, was really, that was really evident. So that's our top five, but um, I didn't want to make this video. This is uh, like a lot of what I've seen when I was doing my research online where it's like everybody, you know, it's the main mainstream politically correct version where you're going to help pick one African country, one Latin American country, one Asian country, and just pretend everyone's the same. This is actually what we really think having traveled to all the continents where you're going to find uh, mm. the best women, right, in terms of beauty and also personality and education and intelligence. <clears throat> but I would like to throw in some honorable mentions that, it, you know, because we can only list five countries, and that's quite a small number. Yeah. Uh, and there are other countries I've been to where I just had an amazing time. And I think there are really great places to meet amazing women as well, but they didn't make our top five. So, Andy, go ahead and give us maybe yeah. just a little bit <clears throat> of a taste of the countries you've been to that you thought were interesting, maybe outside of... Yeah, we basically talked about two regions, basically. Yeah, I think um, I think I think in terms of honorable mentions, I think uh, South Korea. Um, Seoul is an amazing party place. Um, Seoul is my favorite city in the whole of uh, the whole of Asia. Um, it's got great vibrancy. People are very fashionable. They speak great English. And interestingly, as well, uh, this was a, a, a big observation as my, of mine and something that I um, educated myself slightly further on is to is to try and understand why. Um, South Korea is the number one plastic surgery country in the world. Um, it used to be Lebanon, it used to be Brazil. So that's funny yeah. this is now switched over <clears throat> to Asia. Switch. And it is to do with the education system and, and looking as, 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 as refined and, um, as you possibly can on your university mm -hmm. application form. But um, you, know, you certainly go to a lot of the clubs and the girls are uh, very, very cute, very cute indeed. Um, and um, you know, clearly they, they look after themselves in many different ways really. So, um, and also they like to drink as well. That doesn't necessarily sound like the best thing of, in terms of advertisement, but they like to drink. 
Um, and I certainly know from my experience of being in Seoul as well, I got invited across to a lot of tables. Um, you know, they want to be Western in terms of the way that they act, the way that they look, uh, you know, and that opportunity for them to spend time with, with guys like myself and my, and my friends as well was extremely appealing to them as well. So as a consequence, we got a lot of attention um, and um, we had a thoroughly good time. So I'd certainly say South Korea is wonderful. Um, as Connor mentioned, I've never actually been to Brazil, but I have actually dated um, quite a few Brazilian girls. Um, and just to, yeah, absolutely. And I think just to kind of um, just to put my own spin on that, um, they are extremely passionate um, and wonderfully good fun. Um, and as Concha mentioned as well, they do have their, their whole kind of history with the whole um, fake boob kind of industry, yes, definitely, um, definitely. which when you're out on a beach is um, is, um, is 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 a lot always, of eye candy. Yeah, a lot of eye candy. It's uh, it's good viewing. Um, <laughs> but uh, but certainly, as I mentioned, I've, I've I've dated a few Brazilian girls and and always had great experiences. And they really dote on you. They give you a lot of their attention and they expect a lot of retention back in return. Which is you know if you're into that and you like that and you like that really close con close connection, um, Brazilian women are are really um, are really something special. They can um, be crazy. Obsessive, yeah. obsessed stalkers. <laughs> they can be. They can be. There's a fine line. There's a fine line. Yeah. And actually, my final, my final uh, mention here is, is actually Iceland. Um, so I've been to Iceland uh, three times now. Um, I have some good Icelandic friends, um, and they've taken me on nights out uh, downtown in, in Reykjavik. Um, and Icelandic women are, are absolutely gorgeous. Um, they're very strong, uh, strong-minded, strong-willed. Um, and if they like the look of you, they will hunt you down. Um, they literally right, hunt you down. Yeah, they've got that Viking mentality. Uh, between their uh, between their ears, um, between other parts of their body that I won't go into, um, but it's certainly my experiences in Iceland have always been extremely uh, extremely uh, extremely fun, um, and obviously not being an Icelandic guy in such a um, in such a, um, um, a close knit um, environment, um, you know they they see me as as an obvious choice uh, on a night out as well, given the fact that I don't share their Icelandic blood. Um, and <laughs> DNA I, diversity. Yeah, ab absolutely. So um, so certainly every time I've been to Iceland, I've had a wonderful time, and they are um, very um, very special uh, women um, who will show you a very special time. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I also I've been to Iceland. It was a fun time. Uh, I found them extremely sexually liberal, um, open. Um, and um, not uh, afraid to just let go loose. for it. Yeah, let exactly. Loose. Yeah. I, had a, I had a fun time. I didn't actually put them down as one of my honorable mentions, but I guess I just copy his a little bit and say they definitely deserve, they merit that. Uh, I would say for me, first country honorable mention is Lithuania. Mm -hmm. um, I know that's very close, obviously, to where we are now. I just find Lithuanian women um, elegant. Uh, I like girls who are tall, very slim. Um, definitely, they tick those boxes. And every time I've gone to Lithuania, I've had uh, a lot of fun. I met great girls, um, both beautiful and fun to be around. So for me, it's kind of a little bit of personal idiosyncrasy to say Lithuania. I'm not sure anyone else really shares that over the other countries around it. But for me personally, it's just been a great place uh, to go to. It is quite small. Um, the level of English, if you're interested, was pretty high. I don't speak Lithuanian. So that also probably uh, helped a lot for me. Uh, other one, uh, we've left out the big bear, Russia. Um, definitely deserves an honorable mention. Uh, I don't spend as much time there because Russia makes me get a visa and that's just a pain in the pain in the ass to go and do and I'd rather just come here which is 30 days visa free in Minsk or go to Ukraine which is 90 uh, days visa free every 180 uh, and that's why I've spent less time but also Russia is you know has a little bit more maybe diversity in its ethnic mix and uh, in its DNA uh, than Belarus or uh, Ukraine necessarily because obviously its empire extended right over to the east. You get a lot of girls from Central Asia as well. Also, 
that. Maybe mm. I should give um, maybe I should give Kazakhstan an honorable mention. I had a lot of fun in Almaty. Almaty was very good as a place, and there you have like still 35% Russian. And then the other is a mix of obviously Kazakhs and other Central Asians. So that whole kind of area uh, for me is a place that obviously uh, there's a lot of beautiful women and it's reasonably similar to here. You're right that there are a lot of differences. There's definitely distinct differences between Russia, Belarus and Ukraine, but you do have a certain commonality uh, both in their, their appearance and in their values and behavior. Although when you get to know it, uh, we've started to notice some interesting differences. So. Mm. Other places I should give an honorable uh, mention uh, to, I think Argentina, that's a very good, very good call to include. I just had more fun in Brazil, uh, to be honest, I didn't rate it as high. Um, other places that we should mention that for me, no, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Israel as well is a good, <coughs> another good place, but Andy's already covered that. Yeah. Um, Colombia, <coughs> I've actually never been to Colombia. Never been. Never so been. that's why we left it all. It's on my uh, 2019 yeah. travel oof, agenda. Oof. Colombia. So we may so. have, we may need to make a follow-up video next year. After maybe Colombia is going to be just throw off all the the, um, the the what you call it the the rankings here that we've given it um, today. But I definitely get honorable mention. I've met a lot of amazingly beautiful Colombians who are fun. Um, not sure I, I, I really rated things like education um, and commonality as much uh, for me personally as I did the other countries, uh, but definitely beauty and fun because they like to dance, the music, um, they definitely, dances, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely a good country and uh, yeah, I need to make a point. When, what month are you going in? Um, I'm thinking of going in uh, May or June this year, so okay, um, I'll keep you posted. But uh, We normally talk about the raw east of Europe on my channel. Actually, we only talk about that, but maybe I'll take a little bit of a vacation and go to Colombia and sure. just film some other stuff. Sure. Great. I think that's all we have time for in this video. We give you an overview, um, not just my... Uh, person that knows Andy, we've traveled a huge amount. We've traveled together, traveled uh, with different groups of common-minded uh, people around the world. And this is what we feel, as I said, this is not some mainstream version you got actually from two guys who actually know what they're talking about, actually traveled to all these countries on some bland list of countries you're supposed to like to be politically correct. If you have your own ideas in mind, maybe you didn't like your list, maybe you think it's complete BS. And in fact, um, you know, that, I don't know, other countries, like I didn't mention Venezuela, for example, and or maybe you just think that South Africa is amazing. Right below, in the comments below, uh, we created this great community of guys who just love to travel, primarily in Eastern Europe, uh, and meet beautiful women and build uh, really amazing uh, relationships with them on these travel adventures. So definitely share your experiences below in the comments section. You're helping not just me or Andy, but also all of mm. you other guys out there who are following and you get to read each other's comments. If you've liked the video, give it a thumbs up. That's important so that I see exactly how much you've enjoyed it. I, I use that as a big metric. I don't look so much at how many views every video gets because a lot of times that's just the thumbnail or the title. In fact, I put some you know pretty girl on it, makes a million people click it as opposed to 1,000 if it's my ugly mug on the, on, on the thumbnail. So, But I really look at the likes and that tells me how much you've enjoyed this content, so please do that. If you've gotten to the end of a 30-minute video and you're not a subscriber, then you're probably never going to subscribe at this stage. But make sure that after you press that red subscribe button, you whack the notification bell beside it so that you're notified whenever I upload content here on YouTube. Otherwise, with the algorithm changes, they don't notify you. But if you're enjoying this content, then hit the notification bell and you get updated. That's all that we have time for in this video. We're gonna go out, it's actually Andy's last evening here in Minsk, the capital of Belarus, and we're gonna go out and uh, give it a, an appropriate, uh, him an appropriate farewell from this beautiful city uh, of beautiful, warm, friendly people. 
Looking forward to seeing all your smiling, enthusiastic faces for beautiful women all over the world at this stage in the very next video. This Vidanya from Mince Belarus. See you in the next one. Sar Experience.